Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another installment of The Experience with Michael Aaron Casares. And thank you for joining me again for another episode. It's been a fun stream so far, and um, I really had a chance to kind of let loose on some topics I don't normally talk about. Whenever I am on my podcasts and whenever I am speaking in general, but that's kind of what this podcast is all about. It's kind of just for me to be able to kind of speak about things regardless of what the content is, because I find myself enamored with current events and politics, typically, if not in my own written word and literature. And uh, for tonight's episode, if you couldn't tell by the title of the episode, we're going to get a little bit real. And that's only because I will definitely touch on my base audience tonight with some of the topic that I want to talk about. Because after all, I owe it to them for nurturing who I am and for always being there regardless of what the top 40s general population might have to say in regards to what the mainstream current flow of society may be. Now, I've always kind of stepped out of that flow or current, if you want to put it that way. I've never been a top 40s kind of guy. Um, in my elder years, my latter years, I have found myself to be more open to the top 40s type of thinking. And when I say top 40s, of course, I mean that anything within the first percent, 50th percentile of media that comes out there that's popular, populous, pop culture, popular, pop related, anything like that, anything that is mainstream. I've always kind of been outside of that. I've always been the kind of person, too, that if I did catch on to something that was popular with, you know, the rest of the crowd, it was always like a year or two too late. But not to my chagrin, because I don't require having to be kept up with any kind of media, whether that's keeping up with the Kardashians or catching up with Depeche Mode to feel comfortable in my skin and uh, have someone to uh, congregate and communicate with around the water cooler. I just, I've never been that kind of person. I've always kind of marched my own drum to borrow the boring cliche that many lower 40s individuals, top 100 maybe, tend to use. But um, anyways, enough about that. To get back to tonight's topic, I'm going to get a little bit real and I'm going to touch into some things that are going on currently in our world experience and that's not just in the United States but global. And what I wanted to talk about tonight is, yes, you guessed it, which wasn't too hard based on my title, I want to talk about the coronavirus or COVID-19 and just share with you all kind of what I think about that and what my experience has been with that and hopefully I won't be thrown up on the cross by anyone else who uh, sees differently from my opinion and uh, any of the radio stations and podcast 
channels and streams, etc., and platforms that uh, have tended to be kind of, well, let's say they've been just a little hostile towards people who don't see it their way. And that's not to mention all the people who have been hostile that don't tend to follow the Top 40's point of view. Well, the title of this show is The Coronavirus is Bullshit. So, you kind of know where I'm going with this. If it's not The Coronavirus is Bullshit, it's going to be COVID-19 is Bullshit. Now, am I saying that the coronavirus is not real? Am I saying that COVID-19 is fake and non-existent? No, I am not saying that. So let's get that out of the way from the jump. I, Michael Aaron Gossetis, do believe that COVID-19, the coronavirus of 2019, is very real. It is a real disease that can actually, it's a real virus, that can actually be documented and can be scientifically proven to exist within the human body and can also be proven to cause certain ailments and sickness and even death within the human body if contracted. So please don't go out there and say that Michael Aaron Cossidus thinks COVID-19 is fake because I never said that. I believe that COVID-19 is a very real disease that humans can really catch and they are really getting sick from. And in some instances, they are dying. And it is most unfortunate. And perhaps by the end of this broadcast, this stream, this podcast, you will understand why it is unfortunate. But it is most unfortunate that people have to die from this disease because it could have been prevented from the very start. In fact, it never should have gotten as out of hand as it has. And many of you listening out there in the top 40s world will say, yeah, that's right. No one should have died from it, but the way that President 45, Donald Trump, has handled it, that's why there's so many deaths. In fact, it's Donald Trump's fault that COVID-19 has killed so many people around the world, not even just in the United States. I mean, why stop there? If you're going to blame this virus and all the deaths that have come from it on President Trump for the mass dying off of people in the United States, you may as well blame him for all the deaths that happened in every country around the world. You may as well blame him for this being a pandemic that, do y'all even know what pandemic means? You may as well blame him for this being a pandemic that struck every continent in this world, because if you can blame him for the deaths in the United States then you can blame him for the deaths around the world. I mean, why not? Why stop there? Why not just throw the entire enchilada at him? He may as well eat it. I know I would because I love enchiladas. But that's besides the point. So, COVID-19. Let's talk about coronavirus disease 19. So, first of all, for all of you individuals out there who may not know, what does COVID-19 mean? 
Hmm, let's put our thinking caps on because we are not going to go to go ogle and find out what it means for ourselves. So, COVID-19. COVID-19 is nothing more than the scientific name for the coronavirus. COVID-19 standing for Corona, Co, Virus, Vi, D, Disease, COVID, Coronavirus Disease, 19 being the year within which it was identified. So that's COVID-19 stands for Coronavirus 19. So with that in mind, it stands to reason and there is actual documentation that there is also a coronavirus 18, a coronavirus 17, a COVID 16, a COVID 15, a COVID 14, a COVID 12. And attached to some of those other COVIDs, there was such thing as SARS and MERS, which are other respiratory type of diseases that strike individuals. So COVID-19 is actually a very generic name for a disease, a very generic name for any type of ailment that has come about that strikes the human body that happens to be a virus that's surrounded by a corona or a shape of a corona. Do y'all know what a corona is? I'm not talking about a beer. Although I did have this theory at one point that all the beer companies got together and they put in a bid for whose uh, brand would be, um, you know, naming or christening the current virus. And it just so happens that the dudes over at Corona won this one. Otherwise, we'd probably have like the Dose X19 or the Miller Light 19 or maybe if it were my choice, the Artois 19. But nope, Corona one. Nope, but realistically, you know when the sun has a eclipse, it's called a solar eclipse. And if it's a full eclipse and the moon passes over the sun, blocking its light from the earth during the daytime. And if it's a full eclipse, you see this like black circle in the sky, black hole, sun. Oh, poor, poor Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell, who was suicided by the Clintons and uh, Epstein people for making his movie about child trafficking. Black hole, sun, won't you come and take away the pain? Yeah. Whenever you have that black hole sun in the sky during a solar eclipse, and then all of a sudden a ring of light appears around it like a halo, that's called a corona. So this virus looks like, you know, some round blob with a corona around it. That's why it's called the coronavirus. Or if you're from my side of the tracks, we just call it the rona. But regardless of whatever that is, COVID-19 is a generic name for a disease that humans tend to get on the yearly. And um, just for some reason, uh, they were able to blow this up and make it much bigger than it was. And they had some tricks and tips to do that. And now we are where we are. Now, you now might be saying, aside from wondering about Chris Cornell and this... uh, child trafficking movie that I mentioned that he was killed over and it it wasn't just Chris Cornell it was uh, Chris Cornell and it was the uh, dude from Lincoln Park 
Um, I always forget his name, but it's John Podesta's son. And uh, also, uh, you know, Anthony Bourdain. He was the other one. And then Vici. Avicii. Those four guys, those four guys were killed because they were making a, a movie about child sex trafficking and Hollywood and the elites couldn't have it and now they're gone. That's a topic for another occasion. Don't you just love how I plant those little seeds, those little cliffhangers in every episode? We'll talk about that later on because that's going somewhere right now. But let's get off that topic. Let's go back to COVID-19 coronavirus. Some people call it a pandemic. Some people call it a fake pandemic. Um I don't go so far to say that. I think plandemic is probably more appropriate than like a fake pandemic because if you say fake pandemic, you immediately get discredited as one of those people that don't believe that COVID even exists, regardless of the fact that many people are dying. Not a whole lot of people, not enough people to shut down a planet. <clears throat> not enough people are dying to shut down a planet, but that's besides the point. It's still President Trump's fault. So, uh, now you're probably wondering what I meant by they. Who is they? Who is this they that Michael is talking about when he says they say that COVID-19 is deadly? Um, I really don't want to get too much into politics over this topic, although there are a lot of political speculative ways I could go. But will I what I will say is they, being certain elements within the government, have decided that COVID-19 is a pandemic and that they had to shut down businesses and society and socializing because of it. It's like a replay on the, you know, Black Plague that struck, you know, the, I guess it was Europe and the United States, you know, in the early, was it 19th, 20, 19th century? I don't know, the 1900s. You know, I can't, I can't really, can't really think at the moment, but here's the deal. COVID-19 coronavirus disease 2019 is something that statistically speaking is no more deadly than the flu in fact numbers have shown that the flu the common flu the flu that we face every year the flu that myriads of people get vaccinated for not myself included i have not been vaccinated for the flu in years probably decades but they get vaccinated for this flu and still the flu has killed more people to date than covid-19 coronavirus disease 2019 that's just statistically speaking proven documentation fact but we are so afraid that it's going to kill us. It's become more of a game. You know, it's become more of a, you need to respect the way that the top 40s people believe. And uh, you need to respect the majority. If the majority says that you should wear a mask, then you need to just fucking respect that. 
it has nothing to do with whether or not these masks actually protect you. Because there is no science behind masks being protective over a fucking coronavirus. There's no science that proves that cotton masks and N95 masks, well, actually N95 masks have been proven to protect you, but uh, that ventilator masks and, uh, you know, uh, carpenter masks and uh, just regular old paper masks, there is no science that proves that these will protect you. But you need to fucking respect my feelings. And respect my emotion in regards to wearing a mask. Even though if you social distance and you stay six feet away from me, it's safe enough for you not to wear a mask. Well, you still need to wear a mask because you need to respect the way I feel. That's all this has become. It has just become a way for people to push their weight around and push their will around and push their self-importance around and say, hey. If you don't wear a mask, you're disrespecting me, I can kick your ass. I can beat you. I can punch you. I can disrespect you. I can treat you like you're a member of the lowest dregs of society, a disease, a leper. Get the fuck away from me because I wear a mask and I'm better than you because I respect humanity and I love life, but I believe in abortion. So what the fuck? I can tell you right now, I am an anti-masker. However, I do wear a mask whenever I go into a store because I just don't have the time to deal with the bullshit. And I've, you know, I've kind of said, Hey, take me to jail. I'll be a martyr or whatever. But I mean, I, if I get into a store and I see one person without a mask on, I don't wear my mask. And sometimes I forget it. But most of the times I am in a rush and I've got places to be and I'm not easily mobile. So when I am present, I just need to come and go. So I do have a mask on. I don't consider myself a hypocrite for doing that at all, but I am definitely a mask soft kind of guy. I can't fucking breathe when I have masks on. I mean, I smoke daily. You know, I enjoy my cigarettes. So it's hard for me to breathe sometimes. Say it's my fault. I don't care. If you say to someone at the door of a major store or any kind of store or gas station that you can't wear a mask because you have a preconditioned health issue, they cannot force you to wear a mask. Even better, even better. I had a friend who was going into a store and they told him he had to wear a mask. And he said, do you want me to break the law? And they were like, what the hell are you talking about? He's like, do you want me to commit a felony right now? Do you want me to commit a felony? And the poor little teeny bopper millennial at the door was like, I don't know what you mean. And he was like, I'm carrying concealed right now. According to federal law, if I put a mask on and I'm carrying concealed, I am committing a felony. Well, the bitch had to let him in because she really did not know what to do. And she didn't call her boss over to try and examine that either. And I doubt that the boss would have known what to do either. So that was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful way to beat the system. But I mean, not all of us conceal carry. So, I mean, I don't yet. But... It was a beautiful example of a way to find a loophole around the system, aside from saying that you have a medical condition, because they cannot force you to show your papers if you have a medical condition and you can walk right on in. And besides that, I go to the grocery stores where they have those cart pusher people and they're out there without their masks on. They're out there working and happy and high and, you know, they do not have masks on. And yet 
they expect people in their stores to wear the mask. You know, even at restaurants, they have people slaving over hot stoves, doing manual labor, full mask, but they don't have cart pushers wearing masks. So what the fuck is up with this double standard? I mean, they might have eight to 10 carts in front of them and that's, you know, well within social distancing, but they are not always six feet away from someone. And then let me tell you about these businesses that enforce this mask rule, but then they let people breathe down your neck at the register. And I'm like pushing them back like, hey, bitch, six feet, bitch, get back because you made me wear a mask and then you don't even fucking sell masks. Then you don't even know how to capitalize on this fucking crisis that's like fake. It's not fake because the coronavirus is fake. It's fake because you will not die from the coronavirus if you have the proper therapeutics or the proper medication to heal you before it's advanced or uh, if you have like you know a chronic disease or a preconditioned ailment or a weakened immune system i think those individuals are the ones that have to worry more about this covid19 than uh, healthy smokers like myself so i just don't see any valid point to people being afraid of this stupid virus other than the fact that the media has played it up why we can speculate but we're not going to speculate in this episode maybe once we get a little further along we can start delving into speculation that i can back up with some documentation but most of the time it is first thought right thought gut feeling and i will correct myself if necessary but i don't just say things to say things that's one thing i don't do i used to just say shit to be like shocking or to be, I don't know, just, they say in Spanish, travieso. just to be stubborn, just to be shocking, just to be rebellious. But I don't do that anymore. It serves no purpose. I just go with what my gut says and go with what my gut feels. And my gut definitely feels that this has all been unnecessary. Like, think about it. Okay, wait, let's not even think about it. Let's just go back and look at some of the science behind it. Because you have this weak-ass, like, flu-like respiratory illness that strikes people. And we're not even going to go into the origins of it. Because I could give you, like, an a summation of it or an abbreviation of it. But the fact of the matter is there's a lot more detail that I would like to get into that I'm not a hundred percent able to explain to you because I haven't done all of the research into its origins. All I know is that there were certain American scientists and Chinese scientists that were working in both America in Virginia or West Virginia and in one of the Northeastern states and also in China where it first broke out that they were working together and they were traveling together between countries and that's about the long and short of it that I could explain to you. I will get into more of it when I learn more and if you're interested in knowing but we're not going to go there. What we are going to talk about is how this virus really isn't that strong. And that when the weather's over 85 degrees or so, it dies and it becomes non-existent. And true, it could become dormant and maybe come up later on when it gets colder. But once the sun is shining, it's gone. Okay, that's one. Now, here's 
two. Hydroxychloroquine. We have all heard about hydroxychloroquine since about March of, what, 2019? Has it been that long? Yeah, I guess it has been. No, no, 2020. I'm sorry. That was, it, was, it was in a, a 2020, early 2019, that this corona mysterious started to happen. In fact, prior to it being named, long about November, October of 2019, there were a lot of people getting a respiratory flu-like illness that they could not, you know, explain. And they would go to the doctors and the doctors couldn't identify it. They just knew that something was going on. I had a close personal friend that got really sick about October, November of 2019. And he was down for a good two to three weeks and it was pretty bad. And then, you know, I was in close contact with this person. So I eventually became sick with it as well, but it did not strike me as hard as it struck that individual. So I really do believe that I have already had the coronavirus. I've also been tested since and I have come out negative. So maybe I'm immune to it. Maybe I went through it and then I worked up a immunobiological, you know, feature inside my body that protects me from it. And uh, that's really all there is to it, you know. But after that, after that, after, after, you know, uh, there was this whole hoopla in the government where we had uh Dr. Fauci, who is the lead expert on the coronavirus. And then we also had some Democrats, you know, saying, yeah, there's nothing to worry about it. There's nothing to worry about this coronavirus. It's not going to be any kind of problem. And at the same time that they're saying this, what was this about January, February of 2020? Trump is like, close down travel to and from China. We cannot have travel to and from China because that's where this virus is coming from, China. And at the same time, Nancy Pelosi saying, let's all go to China and have a party and let's go and celebrate and let's go take a vacation in China. That's what Nancy Pelosi was saying around this time. And then comes March and they're like, the coronavirus is serious. The coronavirus is killing everyone. And Trump is like, eh, it's not as bad as you say it is. It's, you know, it, it, it could have been, but take hydroxychloroquine, you'll be fine. And then they're like, hydroxychloroquine can kill you if you take hydroxychloroquine. And hydroxychloroquine has not been proven to cure anyone from the coronavirus. In fact, hydroxychloroquine will cause heart problems and you could die. And it doesn't kill the coronavirus. And then long about the same time, you also had mayors and governors of certain states like Cuomo in New York, New York, proper Manhattan, who decides, hey, we're going to take all of the old people who have COVID-19 and we're going to put them in nursing homes. We're going to put these people who are sick with COVID-19 into nursing homes where they're old people who are already dying and who already have weakened immune systems and who are already susceptible diseases, we're going to put them inside of nursing homes. And in other states, like in my state, they lock down nursing homes and they lock down rehabilitation centers so that when my father is dying and I can't go see him because of this stupid fucking quarantine, he is there suffering for a week or two alone on his deathbed and I don't get to say goodbye until he's dead. So, 
a lot of shit that went down with this fucking COVID that didn't have to happen. And I hope you hear me now because this was preventable. Everything about this stupid fucking disease was preventable from the jump and none of this had to happen the way it went down. Hundreds and thousands of people lost their livelihood. Hundreds and thousands of people lost their chance to say goodbye to their loved ones. And even more so, hundreds and thousands of people died that did not have to die because they were denied a very basic and generic medication that would have saved their lives. And that being hydroxychloroquine plus zinc or whatever it is that you have to add to it. But if they had had that medication... If Dr. Fauci and the FDA and doctors that were brainwashed lemmings who decided to follow what they said hadn't listened to them and had prescribed this medication to people, this medication that has been in existence for over 60 years in the FDA approved for safe usage for things like lupus and malaria and proven to kill fucking COVID corona diseases, not just COVID-19, but other fucking corona diseases that happen to people. This fucking disease would not have taken the toll that it has today. And we would not have idiots running around with masks on, persecuting other people who know what's going on and what the score is. And we wouldn't have the division that we have in this country right now. Why did they do it? I don't know. Why did they do it? I'm not going to say. It's not the topic of discussion today. I'm not talking about what their motives were. I'm just talking to you about what has been going on and why it didn't have to happen. Now, let's get into some of the proof about this hydroxychloroquine, because this has been, this has been the benchmark. This has been the fucking, this has been the keystone here that a lot of people fight over. They're like, hydroxychloroquine will kill you. You may as well just inject yourself with bleach because they're idiots and they don't know how to take a joke and they just take, uh, they take parody for real i mean it's kind of like when trump makes a parody about you know taking bleach they're like yeah trump means just what he says just like when adam schiff makes up an entire conversation about trump and uh the president of ukraine and it's parody but we have to take it serious because we know from the transcripts that that that's not even what they said and there's another little Easter egg for later on. Maybe we'll talk about, maybe we won't, but isn't that the shit? So there was a doctor summit and because I guess, I don't know why they do this. There was one of these main doctors. She may as well have been a voodoo lady for their concern because she believes in like aliens and stuff like that. So they discredit her right away. It's kind of like how the one dude who talked about atrazine being the cause of making frogs change their sexes in the wild and then humping each other, even if they were male or male or female or female, because the guy looked like a freaking Rastafarian. You know, they just discredit the entire scientific method behind it. But I guess that's another conversation for another day. But But there was this whole group of doctors and I mean, hydroxychloroquine has been peer reviewed. They've done like 30 peer reviewed studies. They've done 60 like science lab studies. They've gone to show that if you have coronavirus disease 2019 or COVID-19, if you have that in its early stages, hydroxychloroquine plus some zinc or magnesium or whatever the combo is, 
that will cure you like a 90% rate. And if you have advanced coronavirus disease 2019 or COVID-19 and you take it, you have like a 60 to 70 chance percent of uh, of surviving. Like this did not have to happen. We did not have to go into lockdown. We did not have to go into quarantine. You didn't have to get furloughed. You didn't have to lose your job. You didn't have to lose your apartment. You didn't have to lose your car. You didn't have to deal with your children for what? 12 months out of the year, you know, none of this had to happen. Like there was a world leader. He was from Africa, I believe, who was so caught up in how fake this was that he injected an animal and a piece of fruit with what would be COVID-19. Or was it a test or a vaccine? And the piece of fruit caught COVID-19 and the animal caught COVID-19. Like, it's like, hello, like, they're not even human. They don't even have a respiratory, well, like the fruit especially, didn't even have a respiratory sickness. How the hell is it going to catch COVID-19 from taking a test to see if it's, 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 it's real? And that's why, like, in the beginning, when they wanted to do all this testing on COVID-19, they were going to send out uh, tests for, you know, the United States population, what have you. And they stopped it and they said no. And it's because most of these tests were coming up with false positives, meaning that there was actual live, I mean, coronavirus in it. So that when you got your test for it, you were actually getting infected with it. That supply chain stripped and stopped. And then eventually got to the point that they did do actual testing as deemed by Trump and his administration. And yeah, there were a lot of coronaviruses, you know, popping up. And that's just cases. That's not deaths. The amount of deaths per coronavirus has actually subsided. I mean, it's subsided to the point that it's less than what the flu takes for us. But yet we're still to this day, being forced and enticed and suggested to wear masks in public and to socially distance. However, if you happen to be marching for black lives or you are against the capitalist system or you are against President Donald Trump, president number 45, then it is okay for you to meet in public in a large group standing centimeters apart, if not shoulder to shoulder, without masks and not worry about catching the coronavirus disease 2019 COVID-19. Like, you can meet in public and you're fine. You're fine. Nothing will happen. You can go and riot in the streets with no mask on and just, you know, get in people's faces and give each other hugs and sing Kumbaya. And you do not have to worry about catching coronavirus disease 2019. You don't have to worry about it. You're not going to get it. But if you're anyone else and you're at a store or you're at work or God forbid you're at a Trump rally and you don't have a mask, and you're not social distancing, you may catch coronavirus disease 2019, and you may get sick. And because of that, 
you may suffer the consequences of the long arm of the law. Because, especially if you live in places like California, where they have such strict restrictions on people in this corona time of the pandemic, you'll get in real trouble. You'll get fined. Like, even here in my, in where I'm at, where I am at, they were fining people. And it got to the point that they couldn't keep up with the people, so they started fining the businesses for not enforcing their laws. And they would shut down the businesses and they would fine them a couple thousand dollars if they found that their customers were going into their store without masks and they weren't being enforced. I was ready to be charged with these fines and goddamned if I paid them. I throw me in jail for all I care. Strike me with the coronavirus so this way I can go get my fucking hydroxychloroquine. But let me tell you what. There are class action lawsuits happening now because of the falsity and the unnecessary deaths and the emotional and mental distress that has been caused by these people lying to the American public and lying to the world about coronavirus disease 2019 COVID-19 like they lied to us about this why to what ends I am not going to talk about it and I don't know at this moment to tell you although I do know and I have a lot of speculative reasoning that is most likely accurate because all of my sources I believe implicitly and I would correct myself if I were wrong but these people are rarely wrong whenever they are talking about what they're talking about they're typically 95% or more right in the direction that they're speaking and their point of views. So I don't just say things frivolously. I do not just say things frivolously. I say things that I believe to be true because I am able to stand behind my sources as individuals whom I trust implicitly and who am always, who have always directed me in the right path, even if incidentally, even if by accident even if they don't know it. What I glean from them, what what resonates in my soul, I share with you and I will correct myself if wrong. But all these peer reviews and all of these lab studies that show the effectiveness of hydroxychloroquine says, hey, I'm going to be jumping on a class action lawsuit soon because there's a lot of shit that did not have to happen. And... Most of all, there's a lot of death that did not have to happen. But these people who said hydroxychloroquine is not effective and should be banned. And then turned around and said, oh no, hydroxychloroquine could be beneficial and we'll approve it. And then turned around and said, no, we're going to ban it. They are to blame. They are the ones. They are the ones who did this to us. President Trump said he was on hydroxychloroquine and he took it daily, weekly. I don't remember what his uh, dosage frequency was, but he said he was taking it. And now they're calling for Dr. Fauci to have a blood test. And they're calling for Joe Biden to have a blood test so they can see if along with their vitamin supplements every day, that they're also taking a form of HCQ, hydroxychloroquine, or any kind of chloroquine, 
just like Cuomo was taking a derivative of chloroquine and other state senators and representatives were taking derivatives of chloroquine. May not have been hydroxychloroquine, but it was some kind of chloroquine mixed with whatever. And I think those are the ones that were having negative and ill effects on their health. But the point of the matter is they knew if they took it, they'd be okay. And they wouldn't have to worry about catching COVID coronavirus disease 2019. So I'm just saying I'm at the point that masks should come off. I'm at the point that this is all bullshit. I mean, I called for herd immunity at the start of this. I called for masks off months ago, and they just ramped it up even harder, especially in my area. Became a hot spot for COVID. Even sent out emergency warnings saying that the hospitals were at capacity, which is bullshit because I live in a medical center, and they were not at capacity. And telling us that we needed to stay home and not come out. But guess what? Life finds a way, and life will beat your coronavirus disease 2019. And history will remember this as one of the greatest farces and one of the greatest impositions on human and human rights and human privacy and and just human dignity. Like, this is one of the greatest impositions that we have ever suffered as a race together. So much so that you have thousands of people meeting in cities internationally, whether it's London, Germany, or even the Eastern countries, gathering publicly, burning their masks, saying enough is enough, this is bullshit, and we're not going to fucking wear our masks anymore, and we're not going to fucking lock down anymore. Because these people have stripped us of our dignity and our right to exist freely and they are simply control freaks who are using fear to push their own political and personal and selfish agendas and that is all I have to say about that please do your research and please know if you or any of your loved ones or anyone you know should happen to catch coronavirus disease 2019 COVID-19 Ask for hydroxychloroquine with zinc or magnesium or whatever, whatever variation it is that they're recommending. Ask for it. And when you are denied it and your health goes south, just know class action lawsuits are now being filed to hold these people accountable. And you should definitely look into it, whether you're litigious or not, and jump on board because there's going to be a lot of people served in our government and in our media for perpetuating the hoax of the deadliness of this very real disease on the American people and the people of this world. And that's all I have to say. Good night and I love you.